Let's do it. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Um, certain times in life, there are movies that move you. And then it's sometimes in life, someone tells you about a movie that moves you later on in life. Today I have with me, not a collaborator, but a contributor to the show. His name is Brandon Janou, and he is from the Brandon Janou Show. And this is an episode about a movie that moved us. This episode is done in conjunction with the Brandon Janot show. So you will hear this episode on my platform and on his platform later. Um, so Mr. Brandon Janot, can you do your introduction, please? So everybody can know about Brandon Janot and, and how you do your introductions. Oh man. Uh, this is the Brandon Janot show. Uh, you already know, uh, you catch me on podcast platforms, also my YouTube channel. And also now I am on Patreon. So you can go and subscribe and, that's me on Patreon and, uh, you know, and, you know, always when I get a chance to work with one of my, my OGs, my mentors in the game, you know, it's a blessing. So uh, I'm working with my guy today, WV Uncommon Place, and uh, let's do this, man. All right. Now, we're talking about a special movie. Um, there's all kinds of movies that come around that people talk about. They talk about Purple Rain. They talk about The Wiz. They talk about uh, Paid in Full. They talk about state property. They talk about 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 it. They talk about all this stuff, but it's one movie that gets misplaced, and that is Moonwalker by Michael Jackson. And in this this instance, I hit Brandon up because I had this idea because uh, when I want to do stuff with music and, and art stuff, I come to you because you got a good outlook on things, and I know you're going to research it as hard as I do. Now, Moonwalker is one of the movies that you're not going to just pick up out the, out the store. You're not going to probably even download it anywhere beyond looking on YouTube. So if you would like to see this, um, definitely head over to YouTube and check it out. Now, Brandon, what was your first take on this when I told you? I was like, yo, watch this movie. Uh, the first take that I took from it is like the first song. Like as soon as he starts singing, it's Man in the Mirror. And it's like, oh, wow, this is one of my favorite songs because it literally is like talking about reflection uh, of one. You know, you got to be the change you want to see in the world. And then as I got deeper into it, it was kind of like, oh, wow, this is really just a depiction of what he is as a person and how his music has changed the world and how he has become such a, a, a superstar in this world, probably one of the biggest artists of all time. So, yeah. Okay. And, and the more you go into it, it does like a whole little, um, like it does a whole synopsis basically of his whole life, like to a degree, mm -hmm. up until the album Bad. And then you start getting, and Man in the Mirror is one of the songs from Bad, but you get really mm -hmm. deep. Like, it kind of, it don't really pay homage to Thriller, but it goes deep into Bad and does some different songs, a little Dirty Diana. And then it had a little movie to go with the uh, the Smooth Criminal. And, and it's a little controversial, because later on in life, when you when you think about that movie, you, you kind of get a little whatever. But back to the point of the artistry of the movie with the dancing elephant balloon, I mean, elephant bones and all the extra stuff. Um, my takeaway was, was that it was a, it's a really nice body of work for Michael Jackson and it's a hidden gem because, you know, it's not the eighties that people talk about. It's the nineties that people talk about Michael Jackson. They forget that in the eighties, he was untouchable. It was nothing you could do to his star power was ridiculous. And probably about a little bit after remember the time, like 92 after that, he kind of, he was, you mm. know, he was getting exposed, but that is not what we're here for. We was here basically for the fact that, like, because this is the first time experience for you, when you watching this whole thing through, it kind of made you, how did it make you feel about Michael Jackson? 
I mean, to me, uh, Michael Jackson is one of the greatest entertainers. One thing about Michael Jackson that people don't also give him is Duke is sing. Like, if you listen to his vocals, like, Duke is sing. Like, a lot of people don't give him that because they just like, oh, he's a great entertainer, he's a great dancer. It's like, dude, he can really sing, too. Like, and when you go into, like, the Bad Album, I think that was really actually his best singing, you know, his best singing album because you can hear, you know, on Dirty Diana, you know, with the with the guitars and everything, you can hear what he was going into and doing. Or even with, like, uh, you know, even uh, Smooth Criminal. Like, you break it down, you break down the elements of Smooth Criminal, you can hear the vocals of what he was saying. Like, in, you know, it's, it's an incredible album, an incredible song. Even Bad, the song Bad. Like, if you listen to the song Bad, go watch the video with Wesley Snipes. I think that was, like, the first time Wesley Snipes was, like, in a fucking video, like, ever. Like, that was the first time we ever saw Wesley Snipes before any of this shit happened. <laughs> like, he was in a bad video. Like, so, yeah, man, I think that uh, it, that whole album Bad is such a – it is a time capsule because – a lot of people forget, like, that was the first album, not Thriller, Bad was the first album to have seven number ones off of, no, six number ones off of one album. Right. And, so, then, and then, yeah, and the thing about it, the only thing takeaway that I take that was just wrong, I didn't care too much for that little animation part in the Speed Demon song. I, it was silly because when I was young and seen it, it was silly. But as I got older, I started seeing certain themes in it that we won't address here. But if you go back and watch it, watch the characters and watch how everything plays out and you'll be like, huh? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to. Go, I know you're gonna go do a double take like in a few days. Don't do it like to the, tonight or something. Oh, I'm not doing it tonight. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of entertainment and different things going on right now. Yeah. And um, it, it was just even crazy. Leave, even even like leave me alone. Like you were talking about early, like uh, when he was dancing with the elephant man's bones. That was a leave me alone video. Like if you actually pay attention to the leave me alone video, he's talking about how he was going through all of the trials and tribulations in the tabloids. Yeah. So like you if like pay attention to that too. Like as it, like when he's like doing a carnival, but it's him being the fucking roller coaster. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh my god. Like I was like, oh. <laughs> But as an adult that you you realize like what he was going through, like this dude is really painting a mental image that he was out here hurting. And it, yeah. to me, to me for real, it didn't look like people cared. They was just like they was just around because like truly we'll never know that type of success that he went from thriller to bad. Hell, from like a kid star to a grown ass man, like right, like, and, and that's what got me too. Because you know when they went to the little the little uh, Jackson Five stuff, five, yeah, I wasn't familiar with every song, but then I heard the, the joint with the rat Ben. The two of us need look no more, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that right there took me back. I had to go back and listen to the Jackson Five on the low. I like I listened to what was digitally enhanced because some of it wasn't all that great. And that's one thing I will say, like, if I had a record player or something, I probably would enjoy a little bit more. But what you hear now, you can hear too much distortion. But anyway, so, like, the whole story and everything, and then when he turned into the robot to protect the kids and shit, I'm like, Michael? I'm grabbing my chest like, Michael? People was letting this shit slide. And the one thing that's funny about this is in my age demographic, when this came out, right, he had a arcade machine there is a Moonwalker video game. Yeah. When the Sega Genesis, he was out there hitting dudes with your woos and knocking through walls and stuff. <laughs> you know, you hit the ABC combo and jump up, 
during any are you okay and you know back there back then in them type of games you could hit women and stuff because i me mm-hmm. and uh stacy was playing streets of rage a while ago sorry to go off topic but we was playing streets of rage and you know you had the prostitutes run up on you and you had to you <laughs> gotta thump them so if michael jackson is I like street fighter yeah street fighter like, yeah. he is street fighter so it's it's like in the Michael Jackson game, you know, he thumped everybody. The little Annie, are you okay, guys? The, the <laughs> you know, this and that. So I was like, you know, Michael Jackson spun a lot, a lot of stuff off this, and then I think this was the last go round with Pepsi. It may not have been the last go round, but whatever it was, he had such a successful platform off of that that like later on in life for me, like he did the music for Sonic Three, I believe it was. Like I learned more things about him after he died because I was like, oh, got interested, but it was that one movie, you know. And it's a shame, like, because in your lifetime, had you ever heard of the movie? Nah, not Moonwalker, no. Nah, it just, it's just one of the things that nobody talks about. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, it's just like, huh. Some of the stuff is questionable. But now, but now, I mean, it, it's a good deal. So that's one gem I'd like to pass along to everybody. Um, if you get a chance, definitely check out Moonwalker on the music, Dirty Diana. Really, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, and one one thing like that got me about the man in the mirror. You know, he's out there, and the people get the Michael Jackson disease, and they start falling over and stuff, and all that craziness, which could have been the first Corona too. And that's just a joke, but I'm being serious. It could have been the first Corona because they was choking up and inhalating and all this extraness. Yo, it was so. <laughs> oh man, that was so crazy. Like, I, like that's why people say, like to this day, there's like no artist will ever be Michael Jackson, like because right. the way he had people fainting. Eat like the Michael passing, Jackson disease. The passing the fuck out like they were passing the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't make no sense. But um, my take on this is the way that the reason that the movie moved me is because after that movie, I hated musicals. I could never watch another musical. Like I could watch some concerts and stuff. Like you know, um, if, if it's a if I know the content, but like anything else that was anything near a musical, I could never watch again. The sound of music, any of that crap. Yeah. Um, and the way that it moved me was as a kid, everything that went on in that in that in those songs, and you know the songs in the videos, maybe not the Moonwalker, but you know the songs and stuff. Even to this day, I as an adult, I still don't even know why I vibe with everything outside of Man in the Mirror and certain other stuff like Bad. I don't know why I get down with that. It's just because it was Michael Jackson and Wesley Snipes in the video. He was so commercial enough I could look past certain things and just listen to his music. Yeah. It's like uh it's like uh the way you make me feel. Yeah, the way you make me feel. It's like those are songs that are just quality different. Like it's quality different. Like it's not that it's different, different, it's just quality-wise, it's just different. And then you watch the videos, it's like, whoa, okay, this shit is different. And he only had like one girl in every video. He never had like a plethora of girls or nothing like that. He had one girl he focused on always on videos. It never was like Tons of girls in the damn video. Like, you paid attention to that shit. You only had one leading lady every time we did a video. Right. And to me, that like it kind of taught you a little chivalry how to be a, a gentleman to a certain degree. Minus the woo and the hee-hee. Because I don't know what that was about. That's just some shit he said. He must have stubbed his toe. Hee-hee-hee. I can see that, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but it was a thing like... Uh, and, and then, you know, like like I said, it was Thriller and Bad. And I ain't going to ever say Dangerous because Dangerous has some songs that people like Black and White. And I, 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 we forget. We for, always forget. We we really do forget his first album he ever did. Off the Wall? Off the Wall. 
is a classic. We forget it. Ari said, Rock with so, you. Rock with you is one of the greatest fucking songs. All right. Of so, all time. so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send you later to go on YouTube later. They did a documentary of Off the Wall. Okay. I swear to God. And it when you tie it to Moonwalker, like if you you know Moonwalker now, so you watch it. Yeah. And I think it's the title of it is something like Off of Motown or something, like because he was leaving Motown joining Epic. Motown, Epic. yeah. Yeah, off of Motown or something. That's what the title's called. So look it up later. And they talk about how he got that disco sound and everything going. Um, and I agree with you. Off the Wall was an album, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything on there. And then he had one that would have like a, I forgot, but it's, it's a lot of stuff on that one. But yeah, them three albums. And like I said, Dangerous and then the other album that came out back and then the one with Chris Tucker in the video. Um, them yeah, albums uh, boom, was like I, Victory. I like, I- I like not victory. I don't fuck with victory. I don't even listen to that shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, invincible, invincible, yeah, invincible, something like that. Yeah, that album was actually good. I mean, it's not bad. It's, it got some songs on there. And one thing I want to like, go ahead. It was like two thousand one. I remember that because I used to listen to Michael Jackson two thousand one. That was like when he was like, I think it was like his thirtieth year in show business or some shit. They yeah. did like that big ass concert. Yeah. And he was all like this and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you this. Uh, and one thing that got me, though, that, that was that still rocks me to this day. And this is why, like, everybody gives their flowers. And much respect to J. Cole. We'll have to do an episode about him one day. But Drake, yes. this is my one thing about Drake that sets him apart from any artist. He got the unreleased Michael Jackson on his album. He got Michael Jackson on his album for real. Like it may have been posthumous or whatever, but he got a Michael Jackson cut that nobody had heard or knew about, except the people that made it. Yeah. So that right there, like that solidified Drake for me. That, that everybody like because they, I remember when that fucking album's coming out, and everybody's like, Michael Jackson on his album? So you telling me Pusha T killed him and he went to heaven and worked with Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> And when he came with it, but listen, when he came with that, when he killed it, it that, he didn't even make a video or nothing to it. It was just a B-side track. And, and, a, and the craziest thing is, like, I went to the concert. So I went to the concert, and he was saying, uh, he was saying that song, and then he was saying Rock With You. So he knew, yeah, he was saying that song, and then he was saying Rock With You. So, yeah, Drake, Drake knew how to do it. He was used. He, yeah. I went to the yeah the, the Drake and Amigos concert. Yeah, I went to that show. He he killed it that night. That's correct. I I want to go find that on the low somewhere. So mm-hmm. once again, audience, this is this was never meant to be a very long long show. This was one of these deals where we wanted to get in here. It was something that moved us. And sometimes these quick episodes, they're not bad, but we do these because we just want to you know spice it up a little bit. Um, this episode will be will be uh, on both platforms at some point. Um, I want to thank you, Brandon, for having me on your show. And I want to thank you for coming on my show. I wanted to thank you for doing a conjunction, as they call it. Because I ain't never done a conjunction with somebody put out some material that we both put out at some point. Um, so once again, this was an episode of um, a movie that moved me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. And we'll, <laughs> run, we'll, 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 we'll run with that one. And um, remember, you can always catch Brandon Janu on the Brandon Janu Show. That's on all platforms. You can listen to it anywhere. He even has a YouTube channel. He's on Patreon now. He's doing extra stuff on the Patreon that's not available anywhere else. So jump in, listen to this man's show, get entertained. And you can also reach this man um, at his cell phone number that he will provide to you 
through the DMs if he chooses to. So you can be one-on-one with him, have a, a video appearance. That was just a joke. But uh, <laughs> this man is everywhere, and um, he is what we call a bright star out here. When you um, got people that got good energy and can thrive with anything, because the story on this, this whole concept was this. Like I literally said earlier, I literally just I watched Moonwalk on YouTube one day, and I just hit him up. I was like, yeah, we need to do an episode about this. Now, prior to this, I had just put an ad out there, some random ass ad that said movie that moves me or some shit. I didn't even think about how I was going to do an episode. I was just like, I'm going to do an episode on this. So I put it on a storyboard and then I slapped it out there on Canva and then put it out to the audience. So this is one of these great things that I tell people about. This is how you truly make episodes. It started out on a storyboard or a drawing board as I do things. Um, I didn't have a cast for it. I didn't even have a premise for the show. I just had the title and we just made that show. Now, Brandon, you know you got, got any and, more? And you, all, and you also know that, like, anytime you hit me up, it was like, yo, I need to do something. I'm like, I got you. Don't even worry about it. Because like I said, you're a mentor of mine, and I'm always going to help. I'm always going to jump on and do something with you, man. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, and let me put this one thing out there in the air. He he cut me down. This was the first time he ever cut me down on something. I was about to do a remix to an episode that I haven't even produced yet, and he was like, nah, that's just going to be whack. And he told me that. That was the first time he ever told me something like that. I was thinking about it. I was going to have to get my hitters to come down there, you know. But then I thought about it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to let him slide on this one. But he okay, was great. First, he of was, all, first of all, you asked me. You was like, do you really want to do this show? And I was like, nah, that shit sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> one day I'm going to do it. <laughs> but one day I am going to do a remix to one of my episodes. Nobody understands why I do that, but I got this Diddy complex. <laughs> so I just tell him that. So once again, audience, uh, you don't, you don't want to go too. Hold on, you don't want to go too Diddy. You don't want to go too Diddy. I'm not talking about diddy. Illuminati Diddy. I ain't talking. Oh no, okay, okay. <laughs> I ain't talking. We ain't talking about, about brother. We ain't talking about brother love Diddy. We talking about like like Biggie one twelve yeah. Mace. We no, we talking like nineteen eighty nine Diddy when he was really oh, out shit. there. He was still dancing in the videos. Oh, we, oh, oh, we talking about Uptown Records and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When he when he was driving the gold body bins, the Alpine bin, I mean BMW, oh, you know, yeah. when he, he was just doing minor figures, not nothing major. But once again, guys, <laughs> um, oh, to close this out, this has been West Virginia Commonplace, along with Brandon New Show, and uh, we're out of here. Yeah.